0: Good evening, you're listening to Three Moves Ahead. I'm your host for this week, Len Hafer, who just started the show about a completely different game that is not the game we're talking about today. Um, <laughs> but with me today uh, is uh, our good friend, John Bolding. Hey, y'all, how you doing? <laughs> and fan bites, Mike Williams. <laughs> Hello,
1: folks. How's everybody doing today?
0: And the game we're actually talking about today, which is not the one I just spent 20 minutes going over notes for, is uh, Two Point Campus. The second game from Two Point Studios, uh, follow up to Two Point Hospital and sort of uh, in the lineage of successors to Theme Hospital, the old, uh, old, uh, that was the 90s, right? I'm not.
2: I can't remember the 90s anymore. Yeah, The theme games were definitely the 90s.
0: Yeah. OK, gotcha. Yeah, I'm I'm batting zero today as far as like having my head screwed on straight, so we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a management game where you run a college, uh, which can be anything from like a, a fairly uh, s- semi normal, I guess, sort of educational institution up to. You can have like nights and like the department of the dark arts and stuff. Um Mike, how have you gotten on with two-point campus so far?
1: Uh pretty good. I feel like you leave the the normal normalcy pretty pretty early on. Like even the first like course that you can unlock is like Scientography, not like mm-hmm. science and maybe gastronomy and general knowledge are are pretty normal. But uh the rest of them it's like the vr class uh, wizarding archaeology you know spy stuff you like uh most of them are weird like they're not trying to say anything about uh college uh other than uh the occasional dark humor that you hear in the pa system like staff are encouraged to actually care about students you know stuff like that Um, right right uh I've been jamming with it. It's it's very much two-point hospital again. Um with the difference that in two-point hospital, uh most of the uh what are they do they have a term for them? Sims. Let's call them Sims just because You know, it is what it is. Um, Legally, legally
0: distinct virtual people. Yes. Um,
1: (laughs) Most of the people uh, in Two Point Hospital tended to uh, go in and out if they weren't staff in and out of the hospital very quickly. Uh, And the big difference here is that each of your little Sims or whatever, the Two Pointers uh, live in your college building for three years. Uh, however long it takes them to finish or get expelled, uh, from your school.
0: Right. And I I thought that was something that both is cool because, you know, if they have like a certain personality, they're actually going to be around for a while and you might like notice the impact that they have on, on like a longer term basis. Um, It also I thought that was kind of poorly communicated at first that like when you start a new school year, all of a sudden, even if you didn't upgrade your courses, you need all these new facilities. And eventually I realized, oh, it's because we have a new class of freshmen coming in. So the people who are now in their second year need new facilities because the freshmen are going to be using the ones I already have. But I never felt that like that was explained to you unless i missed it Um, no
2: i think there was a a vast array of things that the game didn't explain here on two point campus especially if you were coming in from uh two point hospital and you sort of had expectations about how the game might work you know but Mm -hmm. i will say that i think the innovation the change here of having these school years be a thing that you manually start uh, and those be like the the key way that you interact with and and use the facilities is great uh, because of the pacing, the automatic pacing it provides. Right. So like you go through this, you know, tw- this 12 month calendar or whatever of the school year, and then you have summer break which is sort of like this nebulous, untimed existence where <laughs> you don't have income, and but also all the facilities aren't getting used and you can prepare things for the next year. Yeah, you and can it,
1: change up everything.
2: Yeah, it gives you this moment to, like, to, 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 to take a breath, pause everything, and figure out how to rejigger what's not working to make it work better, which is great, especially for me as someone who in Two Point Hospital would end up with, like, a sprawling, dysfunctional horror show.
1: Yeah, especially when, it, like, in Two Point Hospital, when you'd expand, like, all of your facilities were still working. So, like, if you edited a room or needed to move a room to another another building, like, let's say you bought another building and you wanted to expand, like, you would end up breaking stuff in that, like, half the time, breaking stuff in that small moment that you had to edit things. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it is. It is kind of nice to just, you know, you can you can kind of take some time to rethink like what your programs are going to be for the next year and stuff, because, you know, you can always pause the game and build new stuff. But this this is nice because, you know, you don't have a bunch of demands on you that like there's there's not a bunch of stuff you have to fix right now you just kind of have a clean slate to start with a little bit um which is cool yeah and a
2: a key thing in two point hospital was getting people in and through the system as quickly as possible right like in diagnosed Mm -hmm. cured gone as quickly as you could and with two point campus that's not as much of a concern but it is still a thing during that school year where you want everything to be set up in a good way that flows together well, so people can come in and they can, you know, eat and sleep between their classes and all that kind of stuff.
0: Right. And sort of the continual pressure is at least if you're playing on a on a normalish map, there are some with wacky rules that we'll get into later, um, is that you get tuition from students every month unless they're really unhappy and then they might refuse to pay tuition. Um, and then you also get bonus money every time somebody gains a skill point, um, whether that's in like science or um, athletics or, or, you know, spell casting or whatever it is that they're they're there to study. Um, so you you're you're continually incentivized to try to build up your programs to generate more skill points faster but then that requires more classrooms and more teachers and stuff, which are like a drain on your budget. And then if people fail or drop out, you're kind of. you that That's where you can you can actually wind up in a death spiral, because then the next year's enrollment comes in, but then you have fewer second year students, which means you're also going to have fewer third year students when they move on. So people dropping out can actually become this like long term financial problem because you can't. You can only enroll so many first year students and you can't enroll. There aren't like transfer students that can come in to fill your second year and third year slots for anyone who dropped out, um, which I thought was kind of interesting uh, in terms of just kind of the long term effects of bad planning, which is something that uh, you didn't see that exactly the same way in Two Point Hospital.
1: I ran into that somewhat of the death spiral early on because uh at the first tutorial thing where you're supposed to add uh a janitor i just kept adding teachers accidentally because i couldn't forget (laughs) i was like why isn't this why isn't this like adding a new janitor i keep dragging and i was like so i ended up having like you only have one course uh in the beginning of the very first map um i had like six teachers so like i was paying all of them but they weren't actually doing anything and i couldn't figure out how to get rid of them um, well yeah
2: because tenure you know once they get in there it's yeah. just really hard to you you
0: have
1: a you have a ba in
0: education you can plunge some toilets come
1: on <sighs> yeah so uh, i hit that death spiral pretty pretty early on and then i had to like restart uh it, it, like pretty pretty fast um I did find some things that were, were very fun for me. Like I created what I call the knowledge gulag. Uh, where, um, <laughs> that makes sense. Most of my space was given over to learning. Um, and I found that you can actually put uh, in the dorm beds uh, right up next to each other. And students will actually uh, crawl in at the foot of the bed. <laughs> yes. So you don't yeah. need uh, you don't need the sides to be open or anything. So you can just stack beds right on almost on top of each other and they can crawl in right at the foot. So uh, I, I just had like a, a big dorm room that was just beds. Like you can sleep here, but that's all you're getting. Like, like
0: there's <laughs> yeah. no
2: one joy, here. one wardrobe for all tw- 30 beds yes. or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Orientation takes five days because they all have to change into their uniforms at the same wardrobe. Yeah, it's it's funny when you go into like the scenario maps and you see that they've made these nice little dorms with like two beds and posters and stuff, and uh it's like yeah, as a strategy game player, I'm like, no, we're we have we have a barracks and there's you know 30 people to a room and we've maximized all the available space. Um so yeah, uh you guys you guys uh you guys can deal with it. I uh I think um, I think it's
2: funny because I did that a couple times and then I figured out that. You can make a lot of money by making the rooms nice and not making too many people share them. So, like, the the income situation is very different, I guess, than, like, necessarily Two Point Hospital because there's these separate ways of making the money uh, as opposed to, like, just from tuition. They'll pay, they will pay rent on the rooms, and so you can make a ton of money uh, by making nice dorm rooms. Oh really?
0: Yeah. Oh. I hadn't yeah, I had no idea. I know that their happiness is like partly dependent on that accommodation score, but I thought that right. was just how, how many beds you had. And like if so if I have a dorm room that's like level eleven because I put a bunch of stuff on the walls with 30 beds in it, that won't make as much money as if I had like 20 rooms that were level eleven. Yeah, so I t-
2: I had these rooms that were like uh four by four tiles with four beds in them and then you know desks and rugs and posters and a lot of stuff like that, right? And so they they were returning like fifty thousand bucks a year in rent or whatever. Which is way more than any of the students actually pay for their courses, right? Because they they pay yeah. like nine thousand or something like that.
0: I had no idea that was a thing. Um, they knew
1: I was going to build the knowledge gulag, and they <laughs> they planned against it.
0: Well, the cool thing
2: is that you can make the knowledge gulag, right? Like you can. I, I like that. Uh, this, like Two Point Hospital, retains the flexibility where you can build your university in weird ways that function within the game's rules where you're like okay this is the this is the fun zone like i've made the beds and then right next to the beds is the food and then the bathrooms and then the classrooms and like they just go in this little circuit their whole lives or what have you right like i I love that you can do that stuff
1: yeah like i used my second plot so that was just dormitory and then dormitory and then like a little bit of uh the student whatever the common ray i forget the the exact term for it but the the place where students can mingle and have fun oh there's
2: like the student union and then separately the uh student lounge or whatever that's it yeah Yeah.
0: i wasn't i was at first i was not really clear on what the distinction between those are but it seems like the student lounge is more like a kitchen
2: yeah so it's a distinctly british thing which i think is interesting about this whole game is that to americans some of this university stuff is going to be weird and confusing uh whereas in england a lot of the like like the student union building if it's a building at all in the u.s is like a place where boring student government people hang out whereas in the uk (laughs) it tends to be like a room with a bunch of club rooms and like a bar yeah the bar go get a beer
0: I, th- I thought the bar was just another like, oh, wacky, you know, two point studios thing. No, I that's realism. They actually have bars in the student union in the UK. At,
2: hey, yes, that's that's my <laughs> answer got, for you.
0: We got ripped off. We, got, we have to pay a lot of money. for.
2: <laughs> we got screwed with that drinking age at 21 thing here in the US.
0: Oh, I see. Oh, OK, yeah, that makes sense. Um. Yeah, but like stuff with like what amount of rent a room brings in. I'm curious where you even find that, which is sort of. One of the other bigger issues I had with this, this game is that sometimes the information you want isn't especially accessible or. Yeah, it's in surprising or
2: weird places.
0: It's accessible in a roundabout way. Like if you if you have somebody that has bad grades. And you hover over the little thing that shows what their grade is. There's nothing. There's no tool tip. you have to, like, drill down into like, OK, do they have bad grades because they're unhappy? And then, like, you have to figure out what's making them unhappy. But it never really explains to you that happiness has like a direct effect on grades. It's just something you kind of have to learn uh, the, over time.
1: The magic and trick then,
2: is just once their grades are bad enough, expel them.
1: Yeah, and, and I, I I do think like part of that is that switch over from like two point hospital. If someone wasn't happy, like it, it mattered, but it didn't matter long term because they'd be gone eventually, like very quickly. Whereas yeah, right. They would go away. This, like if you have a student that wants like a personal goal fulfilled or they're missing something or they're unhappy for whatever reason, unless you expel them, they are there for at least three years
2: yeah like you're stuck with them which is so funny
0: well and so here's the other thing is if you do everything perfectly should everybody have good grades or are there certain students where just like based on their traits they're not just gonna do well because that's something i also was having a hard time figuring out
2: there are definitely i feel like there are definitely students that just have a bad mix of traits and are just jerks right like you know
1: yeah like definitely is one of those yeah
2: yeah like they're mean to other people or or what have you and then there's other ones that are going to do really well because they've got you know they're super friendly and so they're just going to like meet their soulmate and go to every class and get really good grades and there's ones that are like misanthropic and like to throw trash on the floor
0: Well, that was the other hilarious thing is that I realized you could really, really bring up grades across the campus by just putting in like a bunch of makeout spots. (laughs) Because if someone's, you know, is dating someone, especially if they get to the highest relationship level, their happiness just goes way up. So it's like, yeah, we're just going to we're just going to be the matchmaker school now, I guess, because it's such an efficient way to uh, to get people to which. I would think in the real world, it would almost be the opposite if you're really levy dovey for someone you might be spending more time on them than you are on their uh, on your schoolwork, but it doesn't seem to work that way in uh in two point campus
2: as someone who married the person they were <laughs> dating in college, I'm gonna say that's entirely yeah. down to personality <laughs>
0: <laughs> fair enough, yeah um. But also, yeah.
2: this game does have a bizarre relationship with sex <laughs> overall. Like you can you can put you know sexy time bed. beds in the in the rooms,
0: right? Yeah, you, you uh, they they go on on either end of the knowledge gulag, right? You yeah,
1: have... <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 they're treated like like an extension. Like for example, like if you want a, a low level friendship item, is like the water cooler, right? Mm-hmm. So like if you put a water cooler in. Like eventually, one of your two pointers will use the water cooler with someone else, and then they will start a friendship. Um, And the sex bed is the far end of that. Like, okay, like if you want them to have a romance, that's part of what. I mean, there are other items, but that's yeah, there's the sex bed. Is.
2: There's like tiers of the relationships. You know, there's there's like there's a, a friendship track, and then there's a romance track, and they need different levels of items available around the campus to go up, so, like, they can meet at a water cooler or, like, sitting on a couch. Uh, And then you need better stuff for them to become better friends later on, which I find (laughs) hilarious, personally. It's like, yeah, you know, I I think I probably would have made more friends in college if there were dartboards more places.
1: Right, uh, yeah. I also... And the trick of course with the uh, and the reason people are talking about the sex bed is that everyone uses it since it's just a, a point yeah item there <laughs> so it's not like like oh these people own this bed it is everybody's right it's yeah the desi-
0: designated sex beds and you can only have so. Se- which also is it's unrealistic anyway that you would have to get up to a high level relationship because in college it can just be we've both had two beers <laughs> Let's go find somewhere that's not public, but uh, um, depending on what kind of college you went to, I guess. But uh, Yeah, it's it's funny that it's it's these designated. It's (laughs) true.
2: It's truly bizarre. And it's a great honestly, it's kind of a great. uh, Like outgrowth of the way the rest of the game works, like they're very frank about how stupid and gross some of this stuff is like the the description for the shower rooms when you build shower rooms is like a character building co-ed nightmare
0: yeah and that's yeah. just so
2: true that's exactly what a communal shower is
0: um i've actually never been anywhere that has communal showers is that another like uk or european thing i co- at least not co-ed communal showers but um yes which is also that's my answer. Okay. Okay, because that was also a thing in like the Sims University. They had just like one bathroom slash shower area for everyone. I was like, that seems weird, but maybe some places they do that.
1: Yeah, Um, it it, it does have that that very uh, because uh, I believe the developers UK have that very UK uh favor, like uh, wherever your school, depending on the map, your school is, of course, in a different place, but a lot of them have a very. UK flavor to them. Right. Like the the buildings around them, like they they definitely feel uh older and more European than they do, you know, more American in style.
2: Yeah, and they certainly have the UK basis, much like two-point hospital. There was an assumption that your your personal hospital was getting public funding of some kind, and the missions where you weren't getting default automatic public funding was the exception, right? And that's true here as well.
0: Yeah, I think there there's like a couple exceptions. There's the one that is like Italian themed, like that first culinary school you get to. That looks like it's in uh like I don't know.
1: Piazza something. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. It kind of looks like Florence, maybe. Um and then there's the the party school, which was I think the most frustrating out of the scenarios in the campaign, for me at least which definitely looks like a SoCal, like state blow off school sort of stereotype. Um, So that one, that one felt a lot more American to me. Um, But yeah, they they have some of these that have objectives tied to them. And sometimes the objective is the only way you can make money. And like the party school one, um, it's based on how happy, like the average student body happiness literally is your budget, you're you're not getting money any other way. And I was just (laughs) so annoyed at that level because I made this gigantic student union with a stage and a bar and like a huge dance floor and pinball machines and like table tennis, like every entertainment item I could fit into there. I had a whole building. It was just this is the fun building. And it was like I got the room up to like a 16 star level or something, and then like my average student happiness was like 79 and it wouldn't go above that. So that 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 level in particular, I found very frustrating. I
2: wonder if it had something to do with their (laughs) sleeping conditions.
0: Maybe. I mean, you know, (laughs) there there wasn't a lot of room for beds. You just you pass out on the floor in the student union. That's, you know, just just live, live the dream. There's a beach, go
1: sleep on the beach. Right. Get a beach towel and go sleep on the beach. It's like, look, look, we ah. we, we gave you beds, we gave you hand sanitizers, and a couple <laughs> of posters. I do. You
2: should be happy. I just absolutely love the idea that they were like. So, this may not be the process. This isn't a critique. I've started this saying I absolutely <laughs> love the idea that they're like. So, what can we reuse from from two point uh, from two point hospital in terms of like assets or systems? And someone was like hygiene yeah so yeah, yeah. The, hand sanitizers back bitches
0: that's like the one thing it, like it fits pretty much anywhere and you just put it in every room because it gives you like half a star of prestige or whatever yeah, absolutely just,
2: like, and everyone agrees just, that you know if the college is gross you don't want to go there so yeah i'm yeah. not questioning it like it yeah it's definitely true
0: They also have they have a couple other things like the the health office is basically like the pharmacy, like the quick diagnosis room from Two Point Hospital. And then they have sort of a counselor's office. I forget what they call it. That's something weird.
2: Pastoral support.
0: Yeah, pastoral support, which I don't know. That must be another UK thing because I've never heard it called that.
2: That one I don't get
0: anything other than a counselor's office, but it's basically the psychologist uh room from two point hospital so there are a couple little things they borrowed yeah and they do it does Um, cool
2: stuff though i i enjoy that that it has this sort of magic to it where like mike's point from early on continues to be very true which is just like if you don't deal with some of the issues that these students have you're hamstringing yourself because they're not just going to go away They're going to stick around for three years being miserable and a drain on your university, or you can kick them out, which means you've now got an empty spot. Like a new student's not going to show up halfway through the year just because you expelled someone.
1: Yeah. So you pretty much have to actually manage them for at least, you know, the three years, although it's like a rolling three years because you always have a new class of students coming in. Right. Um, so you have to think about some of those extra things like pastoral support um, helps with, uh, like, if your friends break up. Yeah, if they like,
2: the break up or if they, like, have low energy for too long, they'll just, like,
1: stand around doing nothing. Right. And so you need, you need um, a therapist to come in and, you know, massage their hearts.
2: My favorite one that I thought was really funny was that the musician students, music students could get angsty uh because they oh, have yeah, like writer's yeah. block like they can't figure out something to write and so they become like existentially miserable.
0: So I didn't realize cuz now that I'm thinking about it I didn't like go through usually like manually expelling people except on the um the spy mission where you have to like expel the balls but now that I'm thinking about it I had one school where I had to build six counselors offices <laughs> because I kept getting students with a little negative thing that was like someone was mean to me. And it's just now occurring to me, I should have just figured out who was being an asshole to everyone and expelled them. Yep. And I probably wouldn't have needed six counselors. Office. There was yeah. one and,
2: asshole wandering around the yeah. campus.
1: And and yeah. you, you you were wondering, like, is there a way to make sure that everyone is happy? And that's probably not the case. And that's why you would have just gotten rid of the like who is the hostile who is causing this
0: i just i wanted to believe in everybody's ability to learn okay that's
2: that person was there to learn how to be a bigger (laughs) asshole okay
0: (laughs) yeah i didn't have a business department what was he doing there in the first place (laughs) this isn't a business school if you want to go learn to be okay um Yeah, so I guess there's like some stuff like there's layers to it that make me want to like go load up one of my saves and play again now because I wasn't really doing a lot of micromanagement with like specific student personalities to, I guess, sort of prune the garden of my student body. And now that that kind of makes me want to go try that a little bit.
1: Yeah, and I I don't know if the if the hostile um. Or some of the negative traits are actually good in specific things. Like you would think for like let's say the spy school that hostile would actually be a benefit. But I
0: Yeah don't or know like, if that's the um, case. The academic exercise where you have like the cheese ball teams. I wonder if hostile students are better, like perform better at sports or something like that. Yeah. Um, that was actually one of my favorite scenarios where it was the one where you basically have to work your way up from like playing against like the ro- local like rec league team all the way up to uh, beating, you know, the state champions or whatever. I really liked the progression with that. Um, that particular one and and kind of how you you had sort of this underdog story that plays out as you get better and better players and are able to beat better and better teams again. I don't think I had the information I wanted on like what is contributing to how well my team does against other teams um, other than just bringing everybody's grades in that course up, which seemed to work.
1: Um, Yeah, it's very easy to play, but uh, it it does feel like there's perhaps information that's missing. If you were a min maxer, like, yeah, and, and you're looking for the exact like, what's the dial I need to turn to make this work? Yeah, or if
2: you're pushing for the, you can get these star ratings on each map, which are sort of the have I beaten this map Mm -hmm. points, right? So if you're pushing for those three star ratings, you can get to them eventually, but it may involve some sort of waiting around for school years to speed through. But you can get to them faster if you're sort of engaging with the systems and, and optimizing and having to really dig in and figure out, okay, which tab of the little student view is going to tell me this information because I didn't find it in the student overview or in that weird graph section with the general information about every student, right? It can get frustrating to figure out how this stuff works.
0: Yeah, I ended up eventually relying really heavily on that advice page where they kind of just like they tell you in plain English what your four or five biggest problems are. And I was just like, all right, I'm going to start at the top and just try to tackle these because finding any like specific information could be really fiddly or it might not be there. But usually if I just went to that advice page, listen to what they were telling me the problem was, and then did things about that that tended to make everything work better overall. Um, yeah, definitely. People who are like really nitty gritty strategy management players, I think might be a little bit frustrated with how hard to find some of this information is and how some of it just doesn't seem to be visible at all, um, for sure. Um, I'm curious. We were talking about some of the scenarios. Were there any of those that you particularly liked or didn't like?
1: Uh, Spiffinmore was fun. So uh, uh, we'll say that uh, like Two Point Hospital, probably a little bit better, the the scenarios for specific maps are pretty in-depth in this one. Mm -hmm. Um, So Spiffenmore is the uh, fake Hogwarts one where you have a Cursed Academy uh, that is not doing too well um, and an actual enemy that you need to prepare your students for. Um, Yeah, you have uh, have a real goal. Yeah. And so, like, you're trying to prepare your students for a specific thing. Um, uh, The Music Academy, you're essentially trying to make, you know, pop stars and influencers. Um, So some of those are a lot of fun. Uh, Yeah,
2: I was a big fan of the archaeology one where there's Mm -hmm. an evil archaeological society that wants to steal things from your campus. So you have to have extra (laughs) janitors whose job is to run around and shoot them with a water gun so they leave.
0: Yeah, no, we stole these fair and square from the (laughs) from the dig sites that we set up. You can't steal them from us. That's that's double stealing. That's also Um, a very
2: British culture thing, I think.
0: Yeah, i around taking stuff. I I kind of loved that campus just because it's like yeah, what we're doing here is kind of super unethical, but hey, just going to sell this T-Rex skeleton on the black market and uh, you know, that's that's going to fund our uh, our new lecture theater. So, you know. um Yeah. um The spy school was also I, I thought that was pretty clever how it's it's a it's a culinary school that's a front for a spy school, but you have to keep the culinary school at least solvent. Right. <laughs> people yeah. get suspicious. Right. Um,
2: I actually didn't love that one as much because I didn't like. Oh, really? I don't don't know what it was about it. I just feel like I had a bad time while I was playing it. Maybe it was just like looking for the moles and stuff I thought was a little tedious, but.
0: Yeah, that that can definitely be tedious. Uh, Um, Yeah.
1: I do feel like part of what also does help these scenarios is the addition of those that like we've talked about those adversarial um like this feeling that your, your school is pre- either has a, a, a villain it must overcome or another school that it has to worry about. Uh, yeah. Which was not as much of a thing in two point hospital.
2: Yeah. I liked like, even in some of the simpler ones there, there were good goals available to you. Like the first one is just how, how to, how to play the game, how to open uh, school but starting in i think the second scenario which is the the like open a culinary school in this sort of piazza area that one was like okay you want to you want to win a competition right we want to make a school that's good enough to train these students to win a competition they give you these little goals that i think are a lot more engaging than a lot of the two-point hospital ones were
0: yeah i do wish that <clears throat> there was a way that your students could play more of a role in that like on the 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 wizard school one it's like okay you have to have janitors and the janitors are responsible for like you know fending off you know invaders or whatever but it's like or the knight school i felt the same way i'm like i'm training these kids to be knights can't they help with the defense of the school like is i i, I was kind of uh disappointed explicitly that not
2: a- that's not in the genre right you can't let the kids fight you have to have capable adults for <laughs> well, the fighting. They're, and then at the end, there's like a scrappy battle where the kids prove themselves and then win.
0: Okay, yeah. Well, we should we'll build up to that then. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah, we're going to have we're going to have the plumber is going to also be in charge of security. Uh, and then, you know, we'll build up to the point where we can go, I don't know, ransack their castle, maybe. But uh, I don't know. I never got three stars on that one. So I'm not sure how how it eventually progresses. But uh yeah, I think. The other thing that that I thought that I thought made the spy school so funny is and I'm pretty sure that they did this on purpose for this reason, the equipment you need for the spy classes is ridiculously huge. It's like an obstacle course with like lava and laser beams and stuff. Yeah. Which I think I think this was part of the joke is that to have a spy school, it's going to take up just so much have a tremendous amount of space. And everybody's still supposed to believe that you're like teaching people to make souffles back there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so there, there were some little like implicit jokes just in the ways that the. Um, buildings are structured like that, that I thought were were fairly clever. Um, even if I don't know, kind of the jokey, jokey joke book humor in the two point games doesn't always do it for me. There's some zingers in there for sure that were like, okay, that was pretty good. But overall, I I kind of find. I I overall tell me if I'm just a big stick in the mud, but I, I find that the sense of humor in these games, it like. It misses me more often than it hits.
2: I feel like uh you're a big stickety stick in the mud and you were born <laughs> it's, without it's... any funny bones and you should see about having some <laughs> surgically implanted.
0: I Okay, I'm going to set up an appointment right now to do that. I
2: like the low-key soundtrack of these jazzy tunes and some goofy jokes in the background. I don't feel I think the thing about them is that I don't feel compelled to pay attention to them i didn't just let them fade Um, away while i build things and
1: yeah like the two-point radio like uh the host is very cynical and depressed and Uh. the jokes aren't like the the greatest uh like the deepest layers of humor but like occasionally while i'm doing something else i'll hear one i'll be like haha (laughs) There, there were some there were some that made me chuckle. Like, I feel like the
0: ones that are just about like, oh, college is hard. Like the ones that are like uh, students are reminded to be in two places at once. I was like, yeah, OK, I get it. Like college is hard. But the one that like got me is when she just randomly goes, there's a fly in here. Yep. Like she felt the need to announce that for some reason. That one. It's
2: great. That one makes me laugh every time. So does the, yeah. the joke following on from uh, Two Point Hospital, which was the best one in two point hospital was uh, this is, this is a reminder not to get mad about the litter that you made or something like that. Like,
0: Oh, right. Uh, yeah.
2: And in this one, she's like, Oh wait, no, sorry. That's, that's my trash.
0: Yeah, I did. I did remember that that was, yeah, that was like a direct uh, kind of play on, on cause yeah, that was the one you would hear all the time in two point Hospital.
2: I also don't... like to imagine that it's the same lady. And she just, she's like a work from home thing where she has security oh, yeah. camera uh-huh. monitors and little message requests for like a hundred different facilities.
0: It's got two microphones. One of them says college. One of them says hospital. Yep. You got to remember which button you're pressing. Um, Yeah, it's just like, I mean, like, you know, the science machine is obviously set up to be like, like, what are they? What are they even doing here? It's like a hammer that's banging on on like a sphere or something like the, the, the actual objects that they interact with for the courses are, are all just kind of these wacky. Someone actually described it to me as almost like a Wallace and Gromit. Oh yeah. Style
1: of art. Yeah. It definitely has that, that feel like, yeah, Yeah. there's some fun animations in there that you're just like, okay, that's, that's nonsense, but I like it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And like the staff training thing where they get like. Put inside a giant pod and they come out with a different skill set like those, those things are great in these games. I think they're really fun.
0: Well, that's yeah, that's how you learn new skills you just have it, you know, zapped into your into your brain just right in there. Um, <laughs> and th- those are like some of the metal layers that like I didn't play with as much. Like you eventually can get like a marketing department. Um, You can actually like fund your college entirely on just doing research, um, which that is itself is, is somewhat realistic. I think a lot of there are a lot of institutions today that, that get a lot of their funding that way. Um, uh, but again, I was kind of I was kind of. Disappointed that it didn't tie into like I couldn't have a student who did really well. And then I could, like, hire them on as a professor to just, like, write research papers and, and, like, get grant money. That was sort of the step that I felt was missing. I agree with that.
1: Like, like a a way to go from undergrad to graduate to TA to professor. Like, to continue the, the, the strength that they added with this is that you carry a character forward for X number of years. If that could be lengthened to bring them on as... You know, staff, not just teachers, maybe, you know, uh, hey, if their grades are are not good, they're brought, you can bring them forward as an assistant or something.
2: Yeah, that yeah. would actually be really cool. I, I would like that a lot. I love the idea yeah. of getting sort of uh, teaching assistants, right, who are, you know, mm-hmm. pre, pre-docs or doctoral candidates so you can bring on students temporarily and things like that.
1: Yeah, and then like your grades that you you gave them before could you know factor into what their salary is, uh, you know, in either direction. If they had bad grades, you know, lower salary or something like that, or more worse traits, uh, just some way to sort of lengthen that that curve of carrying a character forward.
0: I'm looking at the Two Point Hospital Steam page, and they did have a fair bit of DLC come out for that, but nothing that I think expanded on the core systems as much as kind of what we're thinking about, but that would be really cool if they figured out a way. Even if I could just hire my students as teachers later on, that would that would be really cool. I feel um, like
1: all of their stuff was just what, like new items and then like the 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 big DLCs were like new scenarios with new items as well. Yeah, there were a yeah. lot
0: there were a
2: lot of new scenarios
0: feel like a yeah they did several that were like new maps a handful of them
2: tried to add interesting new mechanics but in truth my brain can't dig any of them out even though i played a bunch of them
0: (laughs) yeah i might need to loop back and check some of these out because i yeah i didn't even know that it had as much dlc as it does but um But yeah, like the the marketing office, like I never figured out exactly. Like what? (laughs) Well, I guess what to do with that, like I I I guess it brings in more applicants, but I wasn't sure exactly what the gameplay effects of that.
2: I was, in fact, completely baffled by it. I did it when the game told me to and and then never again.
0: I'm glad I was not the only one. Mike, did you do
1: much with marketing or figure out like what what o- outside of, of what the game told me to? No, not really. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, there there are definitely, you know, some stuff like if it's not force for a specific thing, you're just like I don't entirely know uh, what to do. Uh, like in Two Point Hospital, marketing increased, like represent. Re- reputation um mm-hmm. which was good because you always wanted to have more people coming in um and uh, you also got better staff members so i, I would assume that it does the same thing here like increases right. your pool of candidates and of potential staff people but uh that was one of those things that i was just like I guess, sure. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder if it's a twist on the two point. So in in Two Point Hospital, I remember caring about marketing because I would set up. You know, if I I would spend a bunch of money on a big room that's good at curing X disease, right? And I would have a couple of those because I was expecting that to happen. That scenario, so I would streamline my process towards that, and I would market towards us having the cures for that disease. Right. And I'm, I'm wondering if you can do that kind of a thing with, with this one where you can set up re- to be really good at one course and then advertise in that direction.
0: Right. But then like the thing is, you're not having people like come in the door. Like I would like to take virtual reality, please. Right. Um, and, and there's, there's like some fiddling you can do on the course. Um, like the course guide before you start a new school year, that's like how many applicants you're going to accept out of the number available. And like that, it increases your increases or decreases your learning efficiency, because I guess it's saying, oh, the more applicants you accept, the more fuck ups there are going to be in the group or something. Um, But I didn't really find how marketing affected that. Like, it seemed like I could run a marketing campaign for a specific course. And then the next year I would just have same number of applicants with the same learning efficiency that i had before based on how much i leveled the course up so yeah that's something i still need to figure out somebody somebody in the in the in the comments who understands marketing please help my university is dying Um, yeah
1: it's uh, so like (laughs) like that's just again i feel like the the issue there is generally that this maybe and this is on purpose they don't want people to focus as hard on min-maxing. Like, whereas if I play like planet zoo, Mm -hmm. like, like I know exactly how to tune each, like, you know, like, Oh, this path needs to change in order to get this much throughput. And I need to put X here. And, and like, you can really min-max something like planet zoo. And I don't think I, I feel like two point hospital, maybe doesn't want us to do that uh which is bad for for us as enthusiasts
0: <laughs> yeah there is still like some aspects of it that are like a geometry puzzle which i feel like was a pretty big deal with 2 point hospital and uh it sort of becomes less so in in 2 point campus especially once you unlock the final um the final scenario, the two point university, which is pretty much you can just build whatever you want. You've got all the space in the world. Um And that that might sort of be like their replacement for like micromanaging. OK, yeah, the, the foot traffic here is too heavy, so I've got to do something about it. You know, instead, they're trying to like get you to fit in like all these necessary buildings that are they seem like they're specifically made not to fit into the the buildings they give you at the start, like some of them, the the one that's supposed to be Oxford, like the the really like upscale English University, those buildings just suck. Like you're always going to have like either one tile too few or like extra tiles where you don't want them.
2: Oh, but you can make Um, the buildings bigger. It's so revolutionary.
0: (laughs) You eventually, yeah, you do eventually do get the ability to do that, which I really liked because when I didn't have to mess with that anymore, I was like great. I'm actually having more fun now. And also <laughs> now when I, I could just make the school like I want. When I can yeah. make
2: it, it's nice to be able to make the sh- make it shaped how you want, but I also love the ability to have things like functional courtyards, right? The yes. the thing where there are indoor outdoor elements in this and you can landscape the school grounds is really to the to those of us who are enjoying playing set decorator in this game, like that uh-huh. that is a huge bonus, I think.
0: Yeah, the other uh, the other thing I love to do with the courtyards that so there's there's clubs in the game, which are all very suspiciously oriented around things that will make you a better student. (laughs) Like there's a speed walking club. There's a there's a power nap club. Like power napping club is is definitely
2: one of the funniest things they've put in one of these games, honestly.
0: And you just put like a big pile of pillows somewhere. Um I I just thought it was funny that like there aren't any that are like oriented around just having fun. These are all things that are going to like help you get to your classes better or help you not have to sleep as much. Like it's it's like somebody on campus came up with these clubs in in like some sort of like a social engineering um bid to <laughs> make the college run better. Uh which again like it's that's when the humor in this game really works for me, when it's something sort of like not really in your face. But if you think about it, you realize how weird and wacky it is. Um right. And it seems very intentional. Uh, Those, yeah. I mean, yeah. one of them
1: is, is just <laughs> the orb club. Just oh, the, yeah. Yeah. The orb. Look at the orb. I'll hail the it, orb. You get money for it. Uh-huh. That's it.
0: But it uh. decreases your happiness the more orbed you become. So once you go full orb, you're just like a, a depressed husk of a person. We'll never
2: go full orb.
0: <laughs> no. Um and yeah, there's actually I think there's a campus where you, you can only make money through the orb, right? Isn't that there's one of the challenges? There are there
2: are definitely campuses where the orb is one of the most effective ways to make money. I don't remember if okay. it's required at some point or not.
0: Yeah yeah um but yeah i loved making my big quad with like all my club stuff i wish you could put even just cosmetic paths just to break up the space i feel like that's something that was missing you kind
2: of can't you can change the floor
0: yeah yeah that's true you you have to get Um, pretty
2: uh arty with it because it's very just like you can change each little square so you can make things look worn and such, but you have to paint it in there very purposefully, which I think yeah, is I mean, a lot well, more effort than a lot of people are going to put into it.
1: Like, that's the that's the thing that Two Point Hospital was sort of missing over, again, to go back to the, the Planet games, which are like the other side of that whole theme.
2: Yeah. Theme homage the other side homage. of the coin, right? Where like the, the sim isn't there, but you can customize anything you want.
1: Yeah, and you have to like, like planning in Planet Zoo or something like your paths is so necessary, just to to like once you get to the, like the midpoint game, like you can't just haphazardly put stuff down. Whereas this, like a lot of that stuff, is more cosmetic and less. Like you, you'll rarely have a student who won't do something because it would take too long to get there. If that makes sense. Like in, in, in a a planet zoo or something like that, they would, you would have people who was like, Oh, they're just never going to go to this room, this stand, this exhibit, because it's just too hard for the, the sim or whatever to get there. And this they'll get there eventually uh, for the most part.
0: Yeah, I did start running into problems with that, but it wasn't until on that last map, the uh, the two point university map, when I had a really, really big campus, sometimes if like the classrooms were too far away from the dorms and the bathrooms, suddenly I'd see that like everybody needed a pee or everyone was tired or whatever. So like, I think once your campus gets to a certain size, you do kind of have to start thinking about having dorms close by and like bathrooms and showers close by to where students are spending a lot of time, but it definitely isn't that strict about it. Like you can get away with just having your layout be whatever for quite a while. Um, That's another thing I would like more information on (laughs) and more feedback from the interface on. I think you can turn on like an overlay that will tell you, Oh, students in this you know lecture hall are having to walk too far to get to the bathroom or whatever Um, but it's a little bit little bit unintuitive how it actually displays that information
2: yeah i Um, I feel like the overlays are really good you just have to figure out how to use them which is which can be rough
0: yeah honestly one thing that would that was is missing from this would just be like an advanced tutorial that walks you through all of the overlays and all of the like, uh, you know, bar graphs step by step and explains in more detail what they mean for people who do want to get into that level of detail. Um, I think that one, right. Been, that would have been very welcome. I,
2: I wish games still came yeah. with manuals sometimes. And this is, this is yeah. one of those games where I'm like, I, I kind of wish that I could just dig in and maybe more tool tips or better tool tips would have been a, a huge help on this and i i think that's probably one of the places where this user interface lets you down the most is just being able to mouse over the happiness bar and see what has made it mm-hmm. go up and down recently would help me a lot right like why is this person's happiness plummeting oh because they haven't you know been entertained enough or what have you
0: And it's all like very readable and like it looks organized. Like I can tell that they were trying to make an effort not to make it look busy and not to bombard you with too much information. Right. But having the the option like we're seeing nested tooltips in a lot of strategy games now, like giving me the option to be bombarded with more information if I wanted is always uh, something I appreciate. So, yeah,
1: like the overall design is definitely like I said, I, I feel like they're aiming for like for the game to be something that like anyone can just pick up and play pretty easily. Um, But then the flip side of that is that min maxers are sort of left out because you may not know the relationship between something. You don't have enough data. You don't have enough tool tips. Um, And like I said, the, the, you know, the frontier developments is the opposite side of that where you have everything like, right all of your data is right there you can do heat maps you can like like everything you need to know but then you also need that information in order to really do well in the game do you prefer that overall or do you prefer
0: something that's a little bit more laid back like two point
1: it depends on my mood it's it's the yeah. difference between playing uh base xcom 2 or long war like sometimes you wanna get in there and really get meaty um, and sometimes you just wanna you just wanna vibe like i can you I can't load up planet Zoo and just vibe if that makes sense like i yeah, I, I plan out too many paths like i'll I'll drop a path down and I'll be like, oh no, that's not gonna work, I'm gonna need to scrap that and do it all over again or you know I'll look at an exhibit and be like this is not going to you know give me the return on investment that I need whereas when I'm playing the two point games it's just like sure science room is here that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah yeah uh
0: what about you John? What do you feel about like this type of sim game versus the more nitty-gritty types of sim games?
2: Um I think that like in terms of deep management sims, this is not one of them. And yet it has the potential that you can get in there and, and mess around with the specifics and optimize things and figure out what the best plan is and get optimal routes together where you're like, okay, you know, I'm going to make sure that this staff room is near to the classrooms and I'm going to make sure that these showers are between the dorms and the classrooms and the food is here by the dorms and all that kind of stuff. I find that, really enjoyable and i like that about this is that i can play it and i can do okay i can do a good job if i'm not that engaged and then i can drill down and optimize it and make it better and better over time if i want um for me it's this or it's ultra complicated those are the two things i'm interested in whereas the frontier games don't really do it for me in that I don't feel like their systems are deep enough to warrant the amount of time I feel that I have to spend on them, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I get that.
2: So for me, it's like it's this or it's Project Hospital, right? Really deep.
0: And uh, so would you recommend two point or two point campus? Uh, Let's let's see if I can if I can uh, derail the show one more time before we get to the end here. Would you would you, John, recommend two point campus to the three moves ahead audience? You know,
2: I would if you're interested in management games, you enjoy the sort of silliness of it uh, and you know that it's not an ultra hardcore title. I actually really would recommend it. And I think I think it's a less than full price game as well. It's I think it's forty dollars US. And Mm -hmm. for me, that carries a lot of weight. I think this is a lot of game for 40 bucks which is awesome.
0: I'd agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. I Mike, mean, what
1: about you? If you know what you're getting into, this is a lot of fun. This is, um, this is sort of a broadside at you know, the average player, like this is the kind of game uh, that you can take to, uh, you know, a friend who maybe doesn't play a lot of games, who uh, isn't a deep enthusiast, uh, so you know you, you can say to them hey it's a light game it's available on pretty much everything except maybe mac i don't think it has a mac version but you know pc series x switch all the way down um i think it'll find probably a pretty fun little audience on switch i don't know how it controls there i played it on pc um but yeah I, I it think does think
0: actually have it does have a mac version actually I th- oh does it i think oh. it's actually
1: yeah. like a key point which is
2: that you can take this to almost anyone across the spectrum of people who like games and be like, here's a management strategy game that you're probably going to have fun playing. Right. Only, only the people who are like, I wouldn't give this to a hardcore war gamer, but I would tell my friend who's a hardcore war gamer that it's fun. If that was something they might want to try, but almost everyone else would be like, Hey, you might like this.
1: Like, Hey, do you remember theme hospital or whatever, you know, have fun enjoy
0: yeah I definitely feel like a lot of the stuff that that we've critiqued it for is stuff you could have a perfectly good time playing without even knowing a lot of that was there <laughs> it's it's uh again like enthusiasts, like management information heads are maybe gonna have a little bit of time figuring out how to get what they want out of it but um you certainly don't need to Dive into all of that to just like make a functioning college with there. Which there's definitely something to be said for that. Um, I would also recommend it as a as a management game, even as someone who, for me, like the humor and the silliness is pretty hit or miss. Um, like I I didn't need that you know to to really work for me to enjoy it, and uh, I I am still playing it so, um. I would definitely give it my my seal of approval as well. Um, Anyway, I think that's going to wrap it up for uh, this episode. Three Moves Ahead is hosted on uh, the Idle Thumbs Network. You can go check out the forums over there at idlethumbs.net/slash3ma. We are at 3ma on Twitter, um, and also the show is supported by listeners just like you on Patreon, which is patreon.com/slash3ma where you can get access to uh, a lot of uh, or to our discord and to uh, bonus pods like Rob and Troy's um, movie breakdowns. I think they're doing D-Day movies this month, so it's going to be an interesting one for sure. Um, Mike, did you have anything you want
1: to plug? Uh, I mean, I'm always at uh, fanbyte.com and the link shelf writing primarily about final fantasy 14 but also occasionally covering uh strategy games and other games um i just put up a review ish of spider-man remastered which plays very well on the steam deck so that was I'm a lot excited. of excited. um and i just literally downloaded the demo for Diofield chronicle so uh looking to dive into that in the, the year of tactic strategy
2: absolutely all right yeah uh speaking of that i Everyone who's listening to this knows where to find me, which is shit posting on Twitter. But uh, I am putting together a huge roundup of the absolutely shocking number of uh, of strategy RPGs coming out this year, and it's more than you might expect.
1: Yeah, yeah. This, this, the, it's definitely the year of like tactics and strategy. I don't, I don't know what happened. Like maybe the pandemic got people inside and got them thinking tactically i I don't know i got i got 25 games on this list that's more
2: (laughs) that's enough games to keep you occupied all year and next year probably right that is insane
0: probably that's probably worth a show if we wanted to do one we might save it for like our end of the year recap but even that as a topic like the tactics rpg explosion of the 2020s uh would be uh would be a fun one to tackle there are a lot of them Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, for Mike and for John, this is Len saying good night.